0: So we just got back from the beach last night, late last night. It was an amazing time. Every morning we get up for the sunrise and we take our coffee and we walk out to the beach. And a lot of times we're with our ankles, we're ankle deep in the surf and we just kinda wait there, quietly wait for God to paint the sky I almost always think about John's story, resurrection story of Jesus. In this story, uh, in John 21, he he says the disciples are at this place where they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Uh, Peter decides to go fishing and six of the other disciples decide to go with him. And John says that as the day was breaking, Jesus is standing on the beach and he's cooking breakfast. He's got a charcoal fire and he's roasting fish over the fire. It's breakfast by the sea. And then John says, after breakfast, Jesus kind of gives them some clarity on what he wants them to do. And he says specifically to Peter, tend my sheep feed my lambs. It's a great story. You know, uh, breakfast is is great. A lot of people say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And you know, interestingly enough, almost 60% of us, we skip breakfast. And that's a bad idea for a number of reasons. Uh, One, um, it's literally breaking your fast. So your body has, has been, you know, if you're sleeping well, eight hours without any food. And so your body wakes up in the morning and it needs to refuel. You should always have a glass of water um, because you've gone eight hours um, and you need to be hydrated and, and you need this fuel. You can't just go with a cup of coffee. It's easy to do, fly out the door with your to-go cup of coffee. But what happens later in the day way before lunchtime, is your brain doesn't function as well. Uh, you can't process, process things as well. You, you can't remember things as well. And, and also, um, a really good breakfast, um, it, it fuels your, your, your glycogen cells, I think is what it's called. But that's like what, what gives your muscles um, their energy. Uh, so it's really important. Also, um, you don't want to skip breakfast because of your heart, heart health. Studies show that people who skip breakfast have higher levels of cholesterol. I didn't know this. And you know, high cholesterol is one of the risk factors for heart disease. Also in the Netherlands, they had this study where where it proved that breakfast boosts your immune system. It's like um, this kind of antiviral stuff that, that helps activate your immune cells. Um, so that your immune system is, is stronger um, and uh, you live longer. They've done all kinds of studies with people who live to be 100 years or older. Uh, I usually click on those when, when there's an article about uh, you know, what 100-year-olds do and, and what they've done in their life to get to that point. Well, the studies show that uh, most 100-year-olds, uh, they don't skip breakfast. Some fun facts about breakfast. I don't know if you know this, but in the 1600s, um, the, the pilgrims from the Netherlands, they introduced waffles to America. I mean, here's to the Dutch. Uh, they've got it going on. And probably the most common breakfast that, that we eat in the United States is, is cold cereal, uh, all kinds of it. Uh, in the 1890s, that's when that kind of became a thing. That's when Mr. Kellogg started creating his his uh, cereals, you know, go Tony the Tiger. Um, and one of the things that happened was, um, oh, what's that group called? The, the Clean Living Movement uh, began to say stuff like uh, bacon, eggs, and waffles, uh, not so good for you. Maybe a, a little uh, overindulgence going on there. Um, and so there was this gradual shift to different things and they started inventing cold cereals. It was about 15 years ago I was working at the Asheville district at the district office um, and uh, one of the first churches that I was uh, connected to was the the Haywood Street United Methodist Church just just right as you're going into downtown Asheville. Um, They were a a beautiful group of people they were a small group of people the church was declining Um, They were a a very traditional church, and they loved their church. Um, But they were growing older, and they were growing smaller, and their their future was uh, in in question. Um, They wanted their tradition of of worship and of children's ministry and all this stuff uh, to live, but they just couldn't see how that could happen. And so we began having those conversations. Um, In the midst of all that, I, I called Rob Blackburn, one one of our former pastors here at First Methodist in Waynesville, who is now the pastor at Central United Methodist Church, right in downtown uh, on Church Street in Asheville. And I just said, Rob, uh, we got to talk about some stuff. And he's like, okay. So um, he's like, I'll meet you for breakfast at, at the Mediterranean. It's called the Med. Uh, it's like, it's a greasy spoon place right downtown, but it's awesome. I'm like, great. First time i would ever been there. And so um, we're sitting at the little table, and, and we've, we've got the menus Um, and you know how it is uh, when you got stuff to talk about you kind of start talking before you've really had a good chance to look at the menu and so the waitress comes by and is like sorry we're not ready yet but we've been talking about the church and Haywood Street United Methodist Church in particular this beautiful group of people who wanted their um, their their ministry and their legacy to live on like uh, they wanted their tradition to survive so it um, came time to order, and I'm, I'm looking at the menu. And I was I was training for the the, the country music marathon in Nashville. And I'm like, um, I looked up at Rob. and I said, you know, I think I'm going to get the 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 oatmeal and and some fruit. And he kind of gave me this concerned look. And there was this pause. And he he grabs my menu from my hands and puts it down beside him. He's like, son you don't order oatmeal in a place like this. And he began to explain explain that to me. And I'm like, okay. So I ordered the bacon with an extra side of grease and I got the the homemade crispy fried hash browns and um, the eggs over easy and the grits with lots of extra butter. And it was actually <laughs> amazing. Um, and as we ate this breakfast together, we began to imagine what church life could be in that end of town. We began to think about the stuff that really matters. And so they began this process of conversation, this process of two churches merging and the life that filled the space of this dying church. And then in comes a Brian Combs, and now all of a sudden there's hundreds and hundreds of homeless people, uh, hundreds and hundreds of housed people uh, from, from bankers uh, to, the, to the poorest of the poor, worshiping together, eating together, doing ministry together. Uh, not a very traditional looking church, but a pretty amazing church. You know, God has lots to say about food or some things to say about food in the Bible and, and that it's important what we eat. Um, in, in Leviticus chapter 11, there's a, there's a section uh, that, that's called clean and unclean foods. Maybe you're familiar with this where you know, God says to Moses, these are the things that you can eat and these are the things that you can't eat. Um, And so, um, these are some of the things that were forbidden. These are some of the the unclean things. You can't eat the camel. Um, You can't eat the rock badger. You can't eat the rabbit, the hare. Um, You you can't eat an eagle or a vulture or a raven or a seagull. Um, You can't eat the stork. You can't eat the bat, no problems there. Um, You can't eat the pig. You can't eat the pig, which means I can't eat the bacon. Since Michael Bacon Blackburn uh, isn't here, I think I'm just going to give all of this to Nick because Nick is a carnivore and he loves bacon. So, it's actually some um, raspberry mountain jam from um, Mary Deck and Andy Bartleson. So, for God's people, what they ate for breakfast it defined who they were uh, as a people, and 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 still does for some people, uh, like like what they ate was a, a, a part of their identity. And, and it was really important to them. You know, so in our text for today, um, from Mark's Gospel, the, the title of the, the title of this, this section is The Tradition of the Elders. And so they're, they're criticizing They're criticizing Jesus. Um, and his disciples, and they say, uh, "Your disciples, like they're not following the tradition. They're not washing their hands." We've talked about this passage before. You know, there were there were these elaborate uh, um, customs and and practices for washing the hands and 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 all this kind of stuff. Which in this past year and a half, we've recognized the the real importance of you know our hands clean when we're when we're putting stuff in our mouth. So. Um, but they they would um, they would wash the bowls and they and and in, in, in elaborate fashion every time they would go to the market um, there were there were certain there were certain things that that, that they would do um, like like verse four they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it and there are also many other traditions that they observe the washing of cups pots you know so the scribes and the Pharisees they asked Jesus like why why aren't you and your disciples doing these kind of things, and he kind of has a, a a harsh word for them. I mean, he calls them hypocrites, and then he quotes Isaiah. You know, says, you know, you you worship me and you honor me with your lips, uh, but your hearts are, are far from me. Um, and so then a little bit later, he's with his disciples, and they don't really understand, you know, what what he was getting at with that. It's like so. So you, you know, you don't you don't understand what I'm saying, and that's when he says, you know, like uh, the the stuff, you know, that you that you put into your body, like that's not what defiles you, uh, and and in that sense, um, you know, he kind of he kind of made, and that and that's what Mark says. Thus, thus he he declares all foods clean. What what Jesus is saying, like like. Uh, the point that he's making is that th- that the baby is more important uh, than the bath water. Like this, this is the thing. He's he's not dissing the tradition. Like there, there were, uh, you know, the washing traditions and the food traditions. Um, like like those were really important rituals, and there were really important laws. Like Jesus was about that too. You know, you, you read the stories in the New Testament, like. Going to synagogue was his custom. He was that guy that didn't miss. Like he would show up, you know. Um, and 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 also, uh, what we celebrate today—the uh, the communion table that we come to—like that was an observance of the Passover meal. You know, that was really important to Jesus. And and. And he transformed that, too, you know. Um, he says what's in the heart's what matters. And at, at the end of our text, you know, he, he talks about that. It's, it's from within the human heart that the harmful stuff comes. And, and there's this list of, of sins, uh, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and that's what defiles a person. It's the stuff that's in here. And this is the thing about those extensive lists that we find in the Bible. You know, it mentions the big ones, but it mentions the little ones too. We're all impacted by a list like that. We're celebrating a baptism today. I'm pretty pumped about this. Um, little Fisher Brown is going to be baptized at the Awakening service. And we will be gathered as as God's people in that sacred space in the gym and praise God for the gift that she is and the life that she is. Um, and, and we'll... Uh, we'll share in our liturgy together, uh, our our baptism liturgy, and this is is what we're going to say. Jesus calls His disciples to share in the baptism of His death and resurrection, and to make disciples of all nations, and then we're going to invite the power of the Holy Spirit, and we'll pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless the gift of water and to bless Fisher who receives it, to wash away her sin. This reminder that it's God who cleanses the heart. It's it's God who gets hold of us when we've made these mistakes, when we've defiled things, when we've we've caused harm. To clothe her in righteousness throughout her life so it's not like just this one moment uh, every day of her life that dying and being raised with Christ she may share in his final victory and that we may share in her beautiful life well lived as a follower of Jesus, as a part of our church. It's crazy. So Jesus set the Passover table. It was dinner. And we know that that Christ our Lord invites to His table all who love Him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved You with our whole heart, We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners that proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere, to give thanks to You, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in Your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, Your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through the prophets. And so, with Your people on earth and all the company of heaven, We praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when You would save Your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of His suffering, death, and resurrection, You gave birth to Your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, He promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which He gave Himself up for us, He took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to His disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, He took the cup, gave thanks to you, Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we partake of the one loaf. The bread that we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. The cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ given for you.